Welcome to You and I. I'm Jackie Kai Ellis, and it's my genuine hope that through sharing our most vulnerable stories, we know in the moments where it matters so much that we're actually not alone. It needs to be said, I'm not a professional, just someone with some personal experience to share. I do hope this is helpful, but as always, take the advice that resonates and just ignore what doesn't. And don't hesitate to seek out professional help through a trusted source. We have resources on our website. For today's mini episode, we have a question that, in my opinion, hits the most crucial human struggle. How to love knowing one day you will need to also let go. They write, how do I let go of people I love? Like watching my daughter go off to college or losing a friend. We got this question over Instagram, but I want to keep our askers anonymous. So I've decided to name you Surrender. Dear Surrender, I'll admit something to you. I've never been good at letting go. The potential of it scares me so much, as much as the idea that something might be ripped out from inside me. So at a very young age, so young, I can't even really remember it, I decided I would never let anything be so important to me that I couldn't just leave first. I decided never to need to let go. When I made this decision, I was much too young to navigate things like love, loneliness, and disappointment all by myself. I was too young to make such big decisions like this. But so many of us find ourselves in positions where we have to, don't we? Especially when we're just trying to survive as best we can with the tools we have. We end up creating stories like, if I don't care, they can't hurt me. Or, I can't be disappointed if I never expect anything at all. And these stories help us make sense of this big world and all its complexities, especially when we're so small, we just can't see the whole picture, even if we stand on our tippy toes. And this protected me for the many years I needed it, shielding me from hurts I didn't even have names for yet, until eventually it became second nature to move through the world believing I never truly needed anyone. Or maybe it was more that I never learned how to need anyone. For so much of my life, I was alone. I often disappeared for months or years at a time without communication. I just didn't know what I would talk to someone about daily. I didn't understand the concept of it. But I would also happily give and support others in an instant if they reached out. In fact, it was something that I loved to do. Though, when it came to myself, I never dared to call out for help, maybe because I was afraid no one would show up. And so, I was quite happy, safe behind my thick fortress, all by myself. Until one day, I got curious, and I peeked over those walls. Maybe I was starting to get bored by myself. Maybe I was feeling lonely. Or maybe I was beginning to outgrow the safe space I'd created. And when I did peek over that wall, I saw connection all around me, all kinds of love and deep friendships that equally intrigued me and confused me. I wondered why on earth would my friend call me after her laptop crashed and ask me to go with her to the repair shop 
if all I would be doing is just sitting there, what's the point? Or why are these friends asking me questions they could just research and find answers to? Though the more I looked, I began to notice things like ladies in their 60s at a restaurant table beside me, having been friends for so long that even their laughs started to sound the same, like lionesses hissing. A part of me was envious, and I wondered, what does it take to have a friendship like that? And as I ventured out into the world bit by bit, friends began offering help with things like watering my plants while I traveled. It was something that completely baffled me because I was perfectly fine with my complicated self-rigged watering system that I learned from YouTube tutorials involving buckets, tubes, and negative pressure, and often only had a 50% survival rate. I began to dream of building places outside this fortress, a home where I could feed others, where we could gather around a table and I could care for them, knowing that it would also require me to be vulnerable enough to be cared for too. So I challenged myself to ask for help and receive help, the kind that says, I don't need you to be here, but it's so much nicer because you are. And as I did, bit by bit, my friends who knew me so well, who had also been trying to love me through that huge wall, they watered my plants, which means they practically had to steal a set of my house keys in order for me to finally surrender. And I am so grateful they did, and that they showed up and showed me that often people do show up. Bit by bit, I learned what it meant to receive as much love and support as I wanted to give. Bit by bit, I learned to live in community, being a part of people's daily lives and allowing them to be woven into mine. But just as I was starting to feel like I was getting the handle of this connection thing, motherhood happened. And as you probably already know, surrender, that this challenged like nothing else before, my fear of being vulnerable in love. It's true what they say, that having a child is like having your heart get up and walk outside your body and into the world, and you can do very little to protect it. Only, they didn't say that your heart would be a toddler wanting to jump off very tall things headfirst, or be 16 going to sketchy house parties. They didn't say that your whole body cringes every time your baby is about to hit their head on the corner of a table for the rest of your life. They definitely didn't say, or maybe they did and I didn't listen, that it's the kind of love where you say, yes, it's nicer because you're here, but I also need you to be here because there's a chance I might lose faith in life itself if one day, for some reason, you weren't. I had never known what it meant to love something so much that I, without a conscious thought, reversed the childhood decision I had made that had ruled my life until that point. That I actually let something be so important to me that I couldn't imagine not showing up, no matter how scary it was or how vulnerable I felt. Now, surrender. You must be wondering why I'm telling you the story of a woman learning very awkwardly how to love. 
I wanted to tell you this because I want to say first and foremost, congratulations. It seems to me that you know very well how to love, that you have already fought half the battle that I struggled with, that you know very well the true value of it and the bravery that it takes to do so openly, that you love people so deeply that you fear losing them. I think that's an accomplishment to be applauded, as strange as that sounds. But I also want to say that the surrender of it all is indeed the other half of the battle. One does not come without the other, unfortunately. And there's no trick I've discovered, no wise piece of advice I can give you to learn how to let go in a way that doesn't hurt. Because it is the way of life that the more we love, the harder it will be to let go. And yet we must do both. They are two sides of the same coin. One doesn't exist without the other. Because if you love without letting go, then it's just an act of loving yourself more than the other. People we love are not ours to have. And if you let go without truly loving, then you only experience a shadow of what love is, as I once did. The true challenge is to love deeply, knowing that one day you will be asked to let go wholly and fully, to dive into those deep waters, knowing that you will need to come up for air. It's just a law of nature, of relationships, and it's inevitable that one day someone will mourn you too. Letting go is hard. Loss is hard. Harder than words can even explain. And yet we must do it because we love. Loving, as beautiful as it is, it is hard too at times. And it's a misconception that it's not supposed to be. And if I'm an example, there really is no other way. So know that you are battling what I believe to be the greatest human battle. There is nothing harder, no cause more worthy No person braver than one who conquers the ability to love deeply and yet loves like water, giving life where it flows and yet never grasping upstream. Thank you, Surrender, for your question. You've helped me put in perspective this big subject of love and surrender a little bit more. I hope you got something out of this. If anything, know that you're not alone. You see, we all struggle. We all mourn, we all yearn, question, laugh, and cry. No matter our age, background, or titles, at our core, we're all not so different, you and I. In case you missed it in the last episode, check out our next month's question on our homepage. If you feel inspired to give a word of wisdom to them, write to us on the contact page on youandipodcast.com or DM us on Instagram at youandi.podcast. And of course, as always, submit your questions there too. If you enjoyed this episode, like and subscribe to our channel, which helps others who might be interested find us. And feel free to share this episode with someone who may find it helpful as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Jackie Kai Ellis, and this is You and I. This podcast was produced and edited by More Good Media.